0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: When is the last time you felt alive? The last time you stepped out of the shadows and let the world see your light shine? This is a place for you to find yourself. A place to discover your passion. The gift you want to give to the world. you want to dance we hope you dance whatever and whoever you want to be is exactly who you should be welcome to live love dance here's Deanna Lee thank you I'm Deanna Lee you can find me on Facebook Twitter and Instagram Deanna Lee dance also I have three dance teams the boot boogie babes the boot girls and the boot chicks and you can find them on each of those platforms as well Today on Live, Love, Dance, we're excited to welcome Heather Goetz. She is the White River High School dance team coach, and she also instructs at Dance Arts. And I just found out that the White River High School dance team qualified for nationals on January 25th, which is super exciting. Let me welcome to Live, Love, Dance, Heather Goetz. Hi, Heather. Hi, thank you for having me. (laughs) You're welcome. We're going to get into this qualifying for nationals thing. That is super exciting. We're also going to be talking about how dance has saved you in so many ways. And you're married now. You have a couple of kids. We'll be talking about that. But before we get into that, Heather, I'd like to know a little bit about your dance background. How did you start dancing? So, my mom put me into dance
2: when I was really young. I believe I was three. And we lived in California. And I enjoyed being on the stage. I was very much a look at me type of person. And when we moved, I found another dance studio in Tracy, California. I was there for a little bit and they closed. And I just happened to one day, I was walking home from school and I found a new studio that was opening up. And I fell in love with the owner and the studio itself. And after two years, I was 15 at the time, and they asked me to start teaching a hip hop class because I had been helping. uh, I was a teacher's aide at the time. And I started teaching right after I turned sixteen, and I have been teaching now. In August, it'll be twenty-one years. Is that common for someone to begin as a teacher's aide that young? It seems like a really young age. It's very impressive. You know, she had just opened, and I also, I guess, I had had a lot of dance experience, and so she asked me to kind of help her out with some of the, the bigger classes. Yeah. So at the time, I didn't feel like it was it was common, but I feel like nowadays it's a little bit more common for you to have a teacher's aid and then start training them to become a teacher because they are kind of someone that you can mold, Sure. you know, so it definitely, I, I loved it. It was my first job. I started out with one class and she said, you know, if you don't feel comfortable, I'll take it back. But if, you know, start January, if you feel like this is, this is good, then we'll go from there. And so I went with one class and, you know, four months later I had three classes And I started my own hip hop companies and it was just it just took off from there. And I have never looked back. (laughs) What is the name of your hip hop company? So back then it was Optical Illusion. I started it in uh, California. And when I moved because I uh, when I graduated high school, I went to Sac State and I danced there And so I drove back and forth for some time. And I believe it was around 2006 that it was just too much to to keep traveling. And so I started teaching in the Sacramento area and the Auburn area. And so my dance team now, uh, I I help with fusion at Dance Arts. Um, But I don't have like an actual hip hop company like I did before.
1: Well, I'm sure the White River High School dance team and dance arts keeps you pretty busy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I love it. It's so much fun. You've taken this team and got them qualified for nationals. But there's a lot of backstory here on you, Heather. I can tell enables you to give these dancers what they need to succeed at that type of level. Can we talk about some of the I mean, I see here that you were a part of the top 10 camp for the United spirits association became an all-star and you went to Paris for eight days where you got to perform. What
2: was that like? Oh, that was the best experience. My So my mother has always wanted to go to Paris. She said, you know, before I die, I, I want to travel to Paris. And I was on my high school dance team all four years. We always went to USA camp and every year they break you down. And if you get a super sensational ribbon, They narrow you down from like the top 40 of camp to the top 20 down to the top 10. Wow. And if you make it that far, you are qualified to be an all-star. And then they send you a video and you have to learn the routine through a video and you get to travel to wherever it is. So sometimes I think one year it was Australia and it just so happened my senior year of high school, it was Paris and I, I just, I knew I had to make it, I had to do it. And it was the best experience. I was able to meet kids from all around the United States. We all performed together. Um, I just remember going, you know, there was, it was cobblestone. We danced on cobblestone down the streets. And then at one point we were able to perform in front of this big castle. And I had a friend and his mom with us and she was able to find one of the posters in the cafes that, spoke about the parade that we were in and i actually have that framed in my house now so <laughs> oh, it's a, a nice reminder it's so cool that's really great well with all this
1: experience you bring to White River High School dance team, I'm sure these kids have got to be super stoked to be qualified for nationals. Let's talk about that journey. How? What all do they have to do to be qualified? And then once they're qualified, what happens next? So
2: right now, they we wanted to, technically over summer, we wanted to start working on their competition pieces. Um, but I had, um, I was pregnant at the time and I had a son um, that was born with a birth defect. So for the whole summer, at least six weeks of it, we were in the hospital and my, one of the moms graciously took over and really helped us get to the point that we needed to be at. And we've, we've been practicing uh, once to twice a week. So we don't practice as much as a lot of the other teams do, but we actually put together a contemporary piece. And a hip-hop piece just recently, and with the contemporary piece, um, I told them I just need them to bring their emotion behind it. They need to understand the dance and really be in the moment, as well as, of course, being clean. And when we went to this last competition two weekends ago, they ended up qualifying. We've never scored this high before, and we qualified high enough to, to make districts almost state at that point and then uh, when we go to competition on march 14th if we qualify high enough at that one then we go to state level and so it just keeps going up and then we could be we could place for state for for washington which would be amazing because this team has only been together This is our second year having a dance team. Oh, wow. And half of the girls. Yeah. Yeah. It's brand new. Yeah. We have about five girls that have dance uh, studio experience. And then we have about uh, four to five girls that have had no dance experience prior to the dance team.
1: Oh my goodness. So that is even more
2: impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're doing amazing. They are a great group of girls. Oh my gosh. And what are the ages? They are, it's all high school level. So Mm -hmm. it's uh, from freshman to senior. We actually have a majority of our team is underclassmen. I have a a decent group of sophomores right now. Mm
1: -hmm. So you'll have some veterans next year. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It'll be nice. It'll be nice that they
2: can grow with the program too.
1: Wow. Well, you mentioned getting married and having a son. What was the birth defect that you you that you mentioned first of all what is your son's name his name
2: is lucas and then i know you, you have a daughter as well right yeah yeah, yeah her name's emma and she has been the best little uh you know big sister through all of this she is i think more she's aged well beyond her years because of what she had to see going through this as well
0: mm-hmm.
2: he has what's called gastroschisis so he was born with his intestines out and so we found out when we were I believe 14 weeks pregnant we went into a um an elective ultrasound and we have it recorded and everything and we have not watched or listened to the tape since since we found out just we have not been able to go back through that day but mm-hmm. um you could tell that there was something out we didn't know if it was a mass or what it was and With gastroschisis, there is a 90% survival rating on it because there's chances that with the intestines sitting in amniotic fluid that potentially they can die off or or there can be problems. And so when he was born, he had to um, have his intestines put in what's called a silo. So they sit above you in a little bag and they slowly go back into your stomach. And so we, the longest part, I think, of our journey was just, you know, he had all the tubes and, you know, to try to make him better. But at exactly six weeks old, uh, he was able to get to full feeds and and come home with us. So, and we got married two days later. (laughs) So. What a whirlwind. Yeah. Oh, it was crazy. We stayed at the Ronald McDonald house and tried to stay as close to him as we could. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was just day by day for us because the main thing with gastroschisis is their intestines don't know how to work, and so once the intestines are back in, they have to learn how to eat again. They've never they've never fed, so he didn't get to try anything until he was 16 days old, and then they were giving him drops, and then they would start to to pick it back up, and then we'd have some setbacks because he'd start spitting up and if it's a bright color like a neon yellow or green it can mean a blockage and so we have to like slow back down so it took the biggest part of our journey was just the feeding and getting to the point where he was eating enough to go home and off of the there's a um, an iv called tpn and that's what feeds them their nutrition while they can't eat so it's It was definitely a long, long journey. And he came home with a a nasal tube. And on the day that we got married, we were actually able to take that out. And he was feeding completely by mouth everything. It was just Mm -hmm. we couldn't have asked for anything better. And he's done so well since then. He's 21 pounds now. How old is he? He's gonna be seven months old in two days. And he is 21 pounds. He is thriving now.
1: What an incredible story and how much strength that not only you had to have as a mother, but your husband. He must be some kind of
2: guy. Oh, yeah. He was I had a C-section and he was my rock. He went over there and had to be the one. I mean, he even I couldn't even change diapers while they still had his intestines in the silo because I was too afraid. And he was the one doing it all. And he you know, this is um my daughter is actually uh, from a previous marriage, and so this is his first time with diapers with anything, and Ugh. he just was on it. He is fantastic, and he is the best stepfather. My daughter says, "You know, that's her dad." Oh. So, what is his name? What his is- name is Keith. Keith. Okay. Yeah. I actually had a song that we would listen to on repeat when we were when I was pregnant. And it was by Avril Lavigne. It was called Head Above Water. Uh-huh. And she has Lyme disease. And so her, her lime green, you know how there's a, a ribbon for it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The, the ribbon is the same color as the gastroschisis awareness. And we didn't know that at the time. So one of my dancers at Dance Arts graciously wanted to do a solo with me. And I asked her if she'd be willing to use that song and so we had a, we call it a mock competition where they just compete against themselves. Mm-hmm. And she got a judge's award for her um her her emotion behind her dancing. Aww. And I could tell Keith was choked up because when we were watching it, he was super quiet. <sighs> and she's just done a wonderful job, kind of bringing that song and our son's journey to life, you know. It's such a feel-good story.
1: You've had so much going on in your private life and that you've had to deal with emotionally and then having to be so Mm -hmm. strong in that and then taking that strength and then sharing that with the girls at White River High School Dance Team and showing them how to, you know, use that emotion too. It must be really powerful for them.
2: Yeah, I, I definitely feel that... My main thing, and I've always felt this way, I want to teach people to love dance as much as I do. And if they're, even if they're not dancing with me anymore, I want them to, as long as they're still dancing and pouring their heart into what they do. I, I tell them all the time, you know, both the studio and the high school that I don't care what kind of day you've had if it's a bad day dance it if you know whatever you're feeling you put that into your dancing and your dancing will become that much stronger why do you dance I love it <laughs> I I it's, it is the best release that I've ever found I I think I found it I enjoyed what I did and then I went through this hardship I think I was 22 and I had my first ever breakup I had been with this person for four and a half years and I just didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to be around anybody, but I was like, I got to go to work. And my kids knew it. And they brought me this smiley face balloon. I still remember it to this day, Uh smiley face balloon and like 10 pounds of chocolate because they knew I loved chocolate. They're like, if you're going to eat, we're going to, we're going to feed you chocolate.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And they kept me going. They, they were the reason, you know, I, I look at, these kids that I teach and they're my children. They're my extended family and they are always there for you and they want it just as bad as you want it when you dance and And I feel like I've been able to affect so many people. I had a girl do a, her, I think it was her senior project on dance and then I've had another girl that who inspires you and she wrote it about me and then brought it to me afterwards and it, it just it makes you realize how much you affect people just by sharing something that you love so much when you, you know, day to day, I don't, I don't think about that, but when I'm in class with them, I'm trying to just teach them to be in the moment and set aside everything else that's bothering you and affecting you. And I think that makes such a big difference in these kids that are trying to learn to grow up and don't know how to deal with their emotions.
1: It's so great when you can have such a positive impact on so many people. Yes. What do you think is the biggest takeaway that these kids have when they come to dance? How are they being positively impacted by dancing?
2: You know, I have, I have some that have anxiety and I have some that have, you know, maybe their home life isn't what they want it to be or, You know, I have I had one girl that would cut herself and she she wouldn't I had no idea she did this. But it was later on that she told me that dance had saved her Mm. because it taught her to find a place to have that release. And that, you know, whatever the anger she was feeling or whatever the frustration, Mm. it was a safe place. It was a safe place to express how they were feeling. And I feel like that's something huge for these kids to take away when sometimes they don't feel like they have someone that they can go and talk to. They can express it through their movements. That
1: is the most beautiful thing about dance. I love that you're affecting so many young Kids' lives there and in, in young adult lives in White River. And White River, we're talking about a school in Washington, correct? Is it in Auburn? It's in Buckley. In
2: Buckley? up past, yeah. Okay. The small schools, which is another reason why it's hard when we go to competitions because we see these teams that are, we're considered a 2A school, which is a smaller school. Mm-hmm. And we compete against these 4A schools, especially when we're competing right now before we get to like, state Mm -hmm. we compete against everyone and so we compete against these schools that have like 30 and 40 dancers and so that on you know a basketball um when you know on the basketball floor looks completely different than a group of six dancers performing on a basketball floor so Mm -hmm. we have to really like use our space and use You know, our formation changes just so that we appear bigger than we are. If
1: somebody's listening to Live Love Dance today and they want to find the White River High School dance team and follow their journey to nationals, where do we find you on social media?
2: Right now, we have an Instagram page we just started. Okay. It's WRHS Dance Team. So if they are in high school, that would be a way to follow. And if they are someone that is pretty much any age, we start with two, two years old and up and they want to just come take dance for fun. Dance Arts um, is actually in Covington, and they are dancearts.net, and that's a place where anybody all the way up through adults can come dance to.
1: Instagram, you can find the White River High School dance team, WRHS dance team, and then also Dance Arts, which sounds like an amazing place, dancearts.net in Covington. Heather, thank you so much for sharing your personal journey with us. I'm sure anybody who's had... Any types of struggles like this can completely relate to what you're talking about today. And I love all the great work that you're doing there in Buckley. So thank you for sharing. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm Deanna Lee. And until I see you again, get out there and live, love, dance.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.